Welcome to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. Hello guys, welcome back to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast. My name is Lindsay. I'm Bridget. And today we're doing... What is it? <laughs> Shit. It's a whole paragraph. Aristotle and Dante mm-hmm. discover their secrets of the universe. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. Bridget will be doing the summary. Very sad summary. I know. <laughs> so opening questions. Do you, since like, uh, it was kind of hard thinking of an opening question, but I came up with like, do you have like a happy place to go to since throughout the book you see, well, once he can drive, like. Mm-hmm. Ari's like favorite thing to do is to drive out in the middle of the desert and just like watch the stars so it's like do you have a happy place like that yeah uh while we were in school in San Francisco there was this one bench at Lafayette Park and the park is kind of on a hill at the feels like it was at the top of San Francisco because SF is so like hilly you know right and this one bench you would sit at and you could look out and see like the ships passing then you look to your right and you would see the bridges Look to your left, and you would see like all the apartments, and then it's just very a little oasis of trees there. I love that park, but that one bench I would always go there for my uh, break between classes, or I had a dorm that was like right next to the cocoa one, and yeah, I would just like read there a lot, and it was very quiet, and yeah, it's my favorite spot up there. So happy place, I would pick that bench. Nice. I have a picture of that bench. When we graduated, I'm like, I'm not going to be here anymore. So oh, I took a picture no. of my view at that bench and I took a picture of the bench. Yeah. I hope it's better. Better fucking be there. But oh, the next sure time I is. go up I'm there, sure. I will riot. I feel like they add a lot to that city, but they hardly ever change what's already there. They're taking away. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. yeah, they added that dog park. Remember they added that, like, that whole really pretty area to that park, mm-hmm. but they didn't like take anything old away. They just added to it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure it's still That's there. Right. What about you? Yeah. Um, I don't really have like a pinpointed area, but I would definitely say uh, just like the mountains, like whenever we go camping, mm-hmm. it's very like serene and peaceful. And we've gone to like just drive up there randomly in the middle of the night sometimes. So mm-hmm. probably that. That mm-hmm. or the beach at night. That's always fun. Bonfires at night. Well, bonfires at night are literally just like, because there's a part near like Bolsa Chico where it's just like houses, mm-hmm. like their backyard would be the beach. And if you just like park your car and then like walk through everyone's like backyards be like excuse me sorry just making your way to the beach and just like sitting there yeah at night yeah because like no one's around and you just hear the waves crashing and the sun's not blaring in your eyes mm-hmm. it's nice oh, let's go right now let's <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing right yeah that's probably my happy place would be like the beach at night yeah yeah i've done that a lot actually it's the hawaiian in you yeah well <laughs> Shall we get started? I guess. Oh, I'm <laughs> so excited. So many emotions. Okay. I know. So, part one, the different rules of summer. I'm going to read the quote that comes with each part. Ooh. So, the problem with my life was that it was someone else's idea. It is the summer of 1987 in El Paso, Texas. We start off in the perspective of our main sad boy, Aristotle, a.k.a. Ari Mendoza. Yes. He's pretty much the epitome of... Uh, Looks like he could kill you and could actually kill you. That is Ari. Ari is 15 years old at this time. Like right at the beginning, he kind of ages up to almost 17 by the end of this. But right now he's 15 and he's pretty much bored and annoyed by everything and everyone around him. So, you know, he's a teenage boy. Uh, He doesn't have any friends. He's very defensive and quick to anger. 
he lives at home with his two parents and he feels like he is an only child, even though he does have twin older sisters, but they're 11 years older than him. And he also has an older brother who is 12 years older, but he never really knew him uh, because he's in jail currently. Hmm. And his sisters are moved out with families of their own already. Ari has a pretty good relationship with his mother. They have a very funny banter like back and forth between them all the time. I love their conversations. Right. Uh, so sassy. They have the same type of sar- sarcastic humor, I would say. Mm-hmm. And while him and his father don't have much of a relationship at all, uh, his dad served in the Vietnam War, and he keeps his emotions and thoughts bottled up inside of him, doesn't really speak a lot. So Ari doesn't feel like he knows him. Oh, Ari thinks that his dad has Vietnam living inside of him still. So, yeah. Should we cast Ari? Yeah. Okay, you go. Okay, so I chose Marcel Ruiz, who is from One Day at a Time. Oh. Yes, I absolutely adore him. He oh, you plays, love that show. Ooh. I do really love that show. And he's kind of <laughs> aged up from, like, the first season. So I was looking for pictures of him, and I was like, oh, my God. When did you become so old? <laughs> well, yeah, children. <laughs> right? Aging. He's, like, 18 now. So, and... I don't know. In like one day at a time, he plays like a very like sarcastic, like witty mm-hmm. boy. So I would like to see him play like a more like role. Mm-hmm. But like, I think he could pull it off. I think I think he can because there are like some deep moments in one day at a time because it does deal also because like the sister in the show mm-hmm. comes out as gay and the dad doesn't take it very well. Yeah. So it's kind of hard because it gets a little difficult because the dad still wants a relationship with him, but doesn't want to talk to the sister. Mm. So things get a little. Yeah, it gets a little testy. Yeah, messy and hard. So, and it gets a little dark, and he pulled that off really well. So, I I think he'd be a really good Aristotle. Yes. Oh, excellent. He totally looks like right. Hurry, yeah. So I casted Diego Tinoco. I love him. I almost chose him. (laughs) He's in uh, on my blog. Yes, I love him. And yeah, just he looks like how I pictured. Right. Yes. Yes. Eyebrows, amazing. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, he is, I think he's 22 or 23, so he's a little bit older than, like, the appropriate age, but it's fine. Yeah. I, like, (laughs) I wanted him so badly. Like, to me, he'd be, like, the perfect Ari, but his age, and then I had already casted him as Alex in Red, White, Memorial Blue. Oh, yeah. So I was, like, trying not to recast, so I was like, Uh, meep. It's going to happen. Right. But, yes. I was trying really hard not to cast, um... My homeboy. From I know. The <laughs> internet wants him so bad to yeah. play either Ari or Dante. They really don't care. They just yeah. want him in it. And I'm like, okay, guys. <laughs> he can't play every, like, gay from, character. Uh, what is it? Love. Not Love, Simon, but Love, Love Victor. Love Victor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, we could cast Miss and Mr. Mendoza. Yes. So, Miss Mendoza, her oh, name is oh. Lily. Yeah. Mr. Mendoza is Jamie. Jaime. Or, or Jaime. And uh, Santiago, right? Yes. That's his actual name. Mendoza. Mendoza. Okay, you go. Oh, okay. Uh, who first? Mom or dad? Um, we'll do... Let's do Miss. Miss? Okay. You meet her first. Right. Oh. <gasps> Lily Mendoza. <laughs> I chose Andrea Navito, who plays the mom in Jane the Virgin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Right? Aww. Oh, I love her so much. I love that show so much. And to, I'm like... Um, Immediately, I was like, oh, she'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. I love her. <laughs> I casted Marisol Nichols. Ooh. She's in Riverdale. She's in the new Spiral movie. 
Nice. And yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Mendoza. Who'd you pay? <laughs> uh, Raul Castillo. Oh, my. He's in. Yes, he's beautiful. Uh, he's in Looking. I know him from Looking. Uh, I think it was an HBO series. And he's in the new Army of the Dead movie. Okay. I have not and seen him. He is. I believe he's 42. And then who I casted, uh, Madisol. As Miss Mendoza, she's like 45 or 46. Mm. And they're supposed to be a little bit older than the other couple. Oh, uh, okay. Just like a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I feel like they could make him look a little bit older. Give him some, some gray, some, you know, so, pepper. <laughs> I chose Diego Luna. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, Amazing. sad boy. Like a sad dad who like has like PTSD and like hidden war stories. Mm-hmm. Who, who? Oh, Diego Luna. Diego That's like Luna. perfect. <laughs> so yes, so I, I have a Diego him. and you have a Diego. Yes. Amazing. Excellent decision. Right. All around. <laughs> so <laughs> when I was reading it, I thought of, uh, I forget the actor's name, from Miss Congeniality. Oh, Benjamin. That, yeah. I forget his last name. But, but he's exactly. way too old for it. I know. I think he's in his 50s. Right. Or, yeah. Somewhere end, around there. End of 50s. So he was who I pictured. Yeah. He fits the vibe for sure. Yeah. Diego so. is 41 and Andrea is 43. Mm. Which is funny because both my dads are 41. Oh. And both my moms are 42 and 43. Uh. So back into the story. One day, Ari decides to go to a local community pool and float around because the boy does not know how to swim. (laughs) Uh, He overhears a conversation going on between some teenage boys that are his age, and they're comparing girls to trees that they want to climb and rip the leaves off. And he's just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Right? He's like, these are my peers. These idiots. This is my generation. This pisses Ari off, as most things (laughs) do. And he notes how he can never connect with the other guys, and he often feels uncomfortable around them. Same. <laughs> so while floating around in the pool, he's very proud that he like taught himself how to float. Just float. <laughs> like, I did it by myself. Right. So, Self-taught floater <laughs> over here. While floating around. Olympic sport. Floating. <laughs> so while floating around in the pool, he thinks to himself that it is better to be alone and miserable. It was better to drown. I'm going to be pulling a lot of quotes because there's a lot of quotable quotable. Mm -hmm. written beautifully. So he thinks this is better than asking someone for help. Mm -hmm. Then he hears a boy say, I can teach you how to swim if you want. The boy's name is Dante Quintana. Epitome of looks like a cinnamon roll is actually a cinnamon roll. So the complete opposite of Ari. (laughs) Okay. The two of them crack up over the fact that they have these classical names aristotle and dante right and they form an instant friendship over this ari is super fascinated by dante and how he speaks differently from the other boys their age or dante has a certain old soul vibe to him and is very well versed in literature and he speaks genuinely to everyone around him like he's very sincere with how he speaks and open with his emotions a rare breed (laughs) yeah (laughs) especially a teenage boy right yeah so Ari notices that he is funny, focused, and fierce without an ounce of meanness in him. He loves to swim and go to, uh, or he goes to a private Catholic school in town, so he doesn't go to his school. Cue a montage of them making up stories for people on the bus and Dante giving books to Ari for him to read and then discuss with him. They form a little book club. Of course they do. And yeah, it's just them bonding over the summer. So let's cast Dante Yay. Quintana. 
All right. So <laughs> my Dante is 16 years old and I chose Gregory Diaz. Oh, my Who's in In the Heights. He's so cute. Yes. Aww. He plays the younger yeah. cousin in In the Heights mm-hmm. and he's adorable. And yes, I love him so much. And he's like tall and lanky. So I was like, ah, excellent. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, at one Dante point, gets a growth spurt. Yeah. I was say at one point, Dante is taller than Ari. So mm-hmm. I was like. But, like, Dante for me was super hard because I know one of his biggest things is that he doesn't, like, look Hispanic. Yeah. Like, he's, I don't know. I don't know, like, what, and, like, that means exactly. But to him, he's just like, mm-hmm. I'm not Hispanic. Like, he makes, like, comments about he it all the like time. He looks like a white boy. Right. So it was, like, mm-hmm. hard because, obviously, yeah. this boy looks Hispanic. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, meh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I casted, you're going to know who this is. Oh, my God. Uh, Franklin A. Rodriguez from High School Musical, the series. I almost chose him. Oh, really? Yes. I yeah. almost cast You him. almost picked both of my guys. Yes. <laughs> um, How funny. But I had them paired mm-hmm. with different Aries and Dantes. But yeah. But they like, I recasted mine, these boys so. like <laughs> 10 times. Oh, yeah. Rightly so. Um, so yeah, he's in High School Musical. I, I believe he's so a part of the LGBT community. At least what I saw from his Instagram, I was kind of stalking him for a bit. Well, his character is mm-hmm. in High School Musical, the yeah. musical, the series. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. I love Pleases him. Pleases me. Okay. <laughs> so, do, do, do. okay. Dante introduces Ari to his parents one day. He meets the parents very quickly. And Ari is overwhelmed by the blatant affection that Dante's parents have for him compared to the distance that he feels with his own parents. Hmm. Dante's dad, Sam, or as Ari prefers to call him, Mr. Quintana. He is an English professor and Ari notes that he is the complete opposite of his own father. He describes him as young, handsome, and easygoing, and it seems like a part of him was still a boy. And then there's Dante's mom, uh, Soledad, or Miss Quintana. She is a therapist who is more emotionally reserved than her husband and son. Dante tells Ari that she is inscrutable. And (laughs) and Ari's like, what is this word? (laughs) Go look that up. (laughs) He has to carry a dictionary around with him to be friends with this boy. Um, so he calls her inscrutable and that she seems to always know everything that's going on. So let's cast these two. <laughs> okay. So for Sam Quintana, okay. I chose this person. You're going <laughs> to, I chose Lin-Manuel Miranda. Amazing. I chose him because he does the audio book and I mm-hmm. loved it. Like, oh, I loved it so much. And Aww. like, I love the way that he narrated it like it made me fall in love with the book even more like knowing it was him and i was like hey. he definitely so, looks like a professor right like an english professor who's supposed to be like hey guys like what's up like oh my god i was like lynn could play this immaculately <laughs> so yes wholesome man <laughs> so oh my goodness i casted diego Luna. oh my god <laughs> yes because yours was the opposite where he seems like he has a history you know like he could right. play that tough I mean, have I mean, you seen Rogue, Rogue One? One? Yeah, <laughs> Rogue One. Um, but I want him to play a softie. Play like, he looks, put some glasses on him. Look at that boy. He's such like a man. cute English professor. Yeah. Uh. So I know him from, the first thing I saw him in was The Terminal, mm. where he, oh, so freaking cute. He was in love with his coworker, and he has like Tom Hanks's guy help him get her to like fall in love with him. Oh. So he's this like cute little nerdy boy, and I feel like that relationship was kind of, what? like how that happened yeah, yeah. so how i was just thinking and- diego and I, I pictured him when i was reading it yeah yeah so yes. soledad soledad mm-hmm. i chose i knew ooh, i knew who i wanted right away 
I chose Rosario Dawson. Oh, yes. Yes. Rosario. Very like emotionally reserved mother who could like, yes. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. <laughs> she's beautiful. Right. I will say yes to every casting that she's in. Honestly. So I casted Ana de La Guerrera. Okay. I'm horrible at pronunciation. I know who she um, is though. She's in The Forever Purge, Narcos, yeah. uh, with Nacho Diego Libre. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's with Diego Luna in there. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Dante's over at Ari's house. or Ari? Ari is over at Dante's house. Yes. They're always going back and forth know, between their houses. Right? <laughs> so the boys go into Dante's room and Ari reads a book of poetry while Dante cleans his room. Ari thinks that until he met Dante, being with other people was the hardest thing in the world for him. He's just such a sad boy. I just want to like hug him. Honestly. Ah, Okay. On another night, Dante shows up at Ari's house and introduces himself to Ari's parents. (laughs) He's like, you're not going to introduce me. I'm going to introduce myself. So he just kind of shows up. Uh, He's an actual golden retriever in the form of a human. I swear to God. Uh, He even brought a Mexican art book as a gift for Ari's parents. And Dante notices how his dad treats it like it's some rare treasure which is a weird reaction that he's never seen from his father before. Hmm. And he watches his dad flip through the pages of the art book and thinks that this is another clue to solving the mystery of his father. One night, Ari ends up going with Dante and his parents to the desert where they look up at the stars. Dante tells Ari that he is going to... uh, Someday, I'm going to discover all the secrets of the universe. Hmm. Insert book title. (laughs) They said the thing. (laughs) Another day while hanging out on the porch of Dante's house, the two of them see these neighborhood bullies shooting down a bird with a BB gun. Dante immediately runs up to them and tells them to stop. And when the boys don't back down, Ari steps in between them and threatens them and they leave. Specifically, uh, he says he's going to shove the BB gun up their asses and then kick them back to the Mexican border. (laughs) So this is kind of like the first glimpse that you see of Ari's like quick to anger and he's very good in a fight so he's not really afraid of anything and this is the first time that dante sees this in him also mm-hmm. oh then dante starts to cry because it was a lot for him and he tells ari that birds exist to teach us things about the sky the two ugh, the two of them bury the bird and ari thinks it's ironic that he has a philosopher's name but he never contemplated why birds exist existed <laughs> before ari thinks of dante and how his face was a map of the world without any darkness in it part two sparrows falling from the sky when i was a boy i used to wake up thinking that the world was ending that sounds like anxiety to me honestly fuck okay the morning after they buried the sparrow ari wakes up with the flu he has a horrible or he has horrible nightmares uh one of them where the pharaoh or the pharaohs the sparrows are falling from the sky and he's covered in their blood and another one where he is in the rain searching for Dante and his own father, but he can't find them. He wakes up in between these nightmares to his parents nursing him back to health, and one night he sees his dad watching him from the rocking chair in his room. His dad says, In your dream, you were looking for me. And Ari replies that he is always looking for him. Mm. <laughs> uh, the relationship damn. killed me so much. Yeah. I was like, ow, ow, the parent ow. relationships, I'm just like, <laughs> Okay. The next day, after Ari's fever breaks, his dad talks to him about his nightmares, and Ari tells him that even when he isn't sick, he has them. His dad tells him that he is sorry for always being so far away from him, and that he has nightmares also. One day, shoeless Dante 
He's very anti-shoe. He <laughs> shows up at Ari's house with a sketch pad saying that he wants to draw Ari. Dante passes Ari another book to read and sits down to draw him. When Dante starts to draw him, Ari notices how he feels self-conscious and that he doesn't know if he likes it or doesn't like it, that Dante is staring at him so intensely. He's just <laughs> kind of like, freaking out. And then he calms down a bit and falls asleep. So Ari ends up falling asleep. And when he wakes up, Dante is gone, but he left behind a sketch of the lone rocking chair in Ari's room. Later that night, Ari calls him and asks him if he wants to see his other drawings, but Dante says no. And when Ari asks why, he says, for the same reason that you can't tell me about your dreams. So Ari's flu comes back and he has another nightmare about his brother Bernardo being trapped on the opposite side of a huge lake and another one where he and Dante are flipping back between speaking English and Spanish, but neither of them are able to understand each other. Eventually, his sickness passes, but Ari or Ari's nightmares stay. Ari recalls instances where he tried to bring up the subject of his brother, only to have them shut down. So he's always, like any chance that he could get, he would try to get info on his brother because he never knew him. Yeah. I think he was like four yeah. when his brother was taken away. And so he doesn't, remember yeah, he has like all. snippets of mm-hmm. memories like certain things like, that i he know i have a brother but <laughs> right so he's always trying to gauge or get information but no one they all just kind of act like he's dead pretty much which is super <laughs> healthy yeah and ari while he's like walking around the house he says or he thinks there were so many ghosts in our house the ghost of my brother the ghost of my father's war the ghost of my sister's voices and i thought that maybe there were ghosts inside of me that i hadn't even met yet ouch ouch <laughs> that happens a lot ouch ouch okay so ari decides to read one of his old journals and even though he is embarrassed by his words he decides to start writing again like yes boy please <laughs> please write these depressing thoughts down right or at least go to therapy, like one of the two. Hmm. So one day, Ari and Dante go for a walk after a heavy rain. Dante tells Ari that he and his family are leaving for a year at the end of the summer because his dad got a year-long position at the University of Chicago. Ari notices how he doesn't feel sad over the news, but instead it feels like he has just been punched. Dante sees a wounded bird in the middle of the street trying to fly away, and he rushes to pick it up. A car swerves into the road for Dante, and the last thing that Ari remembers is yelling Dante's name. <laughs> Part three. <laughs> the end of summer. Do you remember the summer of the rain? You must let everything fall that wants to fall. Ari wakes up in a hospital room with both of his legs and his left arm in casts. Both of his parents are in the room. When his mom leaves to get the nurse, Ari's dad tells him that he is the bravest boy in the world. Ari learns that he has been out for 36 hours, had to have surgery to repair his legs. So Dante is okay and has actually been waiting in the hospital this whole time for Ari to wake up. When Dante comes into the room and starts crying, (laughs) it's like, hello, I'm here, sobbing. So he tells Ari that when the car came, he dove at him like a football player and pushed him out of the way and tells him that he saved his life. Ari tells him that he didn't do it on purpose and <laughs> makes him promise to never talk about the accident again. He actually makes it a rule in their they friendship. Can't talk about it. We're not speaking about the accident ever again. So very healthy. <laughs> My goodness. It's like, boy, you're just bottling up all Everything. these emotions. The thing that you hate about your father is what 
you're doing right to the, those around you i digress okay <laughs> <laughs> so mr and miss quintana show up and basically attack him with affection thanking him over and over for saving their son's life their only son only child mr quintana tells ari that dante has never had many friends that he doesn't seem to get along with the crowd and he is very much like Ari in that way. Ari tells him that he thinks he is too boring for Dante. Ugh. Like, no. <laughs> right? It's like quite the opposite, my friend. Like, both of you have these old English, like, names. Right. You're meant to be in each other's so, life. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like, also, both of you, like, can't get enough of each other. Like, mm-hmm. both of you are constantly hanging out. Both of you are you constantly talking other, to each other. And you're just, like, instantly obsessed with each other. So Right? And okay. they're like, oh, I don't think we could be friends. <laughs> So when they leave, Miss Quintana holds Ari's face and tells him that he isn't the least bit boring and that she will love him forever. Ari thinks that he doesn't know what to do with that information, so he keeps it inside like he does with everything else. Dante visits Ari frequently while he is in the hospital, and of course he brings him books to read. Ari and his dad end up taking turns reading the books. Bonding. (laughs) God silently bless. reading <laughs> in the same room with each other so yeah uh when the two are silently reading together <laughs> and ari thinks or thinks of it as their own silent way of talking and this was a very meta experience for me because i reread this last weekend when i was visiting my cousins and i have these two younger cousins they're very much book, book nerds as well so all of us were in the room reading, reading together reading together Aww. and we're, <laughs> did you just look up and be like whoa yeah i was like huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah meta meta okay interesting another day also adorable <laughs> i know i love that it's like a it is bonding right you just exist with someone in silence like you don't have to fill it with anything so another day dante gives ari his sketchbook and it is the first time he has ever shown anyone his sketches ari is upset <laughs> by the gesture <laughs> because he thinks of it as dante feeling sorry for him and that he owes him something for saving his life so he refuses to look at it he's like okay thanks and just doesn't look at it doesn't he throw it? He like chucks it across his room. Right? Yeah, after Dante leaves, he just chucks just it across like, I don't the room. Look at this. Yeah, he has a little outburst, like a little five-year-old. Yeah. So funny. Ari's mother suggests to him that he should go speak to a counselor to help with the PTSD from the accident. This pisses Ari off even more, and he tells her that he will see a therapist when she starts talking about his brother. Oui. I was like, oh shit. Right. Okay. I was like, oh my god, Ari. I mean valid valid but okay (laughs) so Ari returns back home and gradually begins to heal he has to use a wheelchair and rely on his parents for moving around and bathing but he eventually begins to improve and continues to write in his journal one day Dante comes over and says he wants to give Ari a sponge bath and that he already asked Ari's mother's permission and for she this. said yes yeah she like, said yeah <laughs> this part to me i was like whoa wait a minute okay like, i mean i'm pretty sure he kept like trunks on or something right? but i was like that's kind of personal that's but all, like, extremely intimate to me I yeah was, and you just like let him do that i was like yeah. whoa <laughs> so dante or ari also was like what the fuck but then he's right? like i I, I just love he's like, I already asked your mom. Like, can you imagine? Hey, can I give your son a sponge bath? <laughs> he just shows up to the room <laughs> with like, a bucket and a sponge. Sponge-like. Like, sponge bath is happening. <laughs> oh so, uh, da, da, da. so Ari agrees and he makes himself perfectly still as Dante starts to sponge bath him. And sponge bath him. Yeah, he closes his eyes and he notes how Dante made him feel as fragile as porcelain. Also, while this is happening, Dante is crying. 
Right. Because he's seen, well, like, all the damage that has, yeah, like, happened. right. And he, like, swears that this is his fault. And it's just like, no. Stupid. God. <laughs> so fucking sad. Okay. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. If this is ever adapted, I'm just going to cry the whole time. Honestly, it's going to be, like, uh, another uh, Fall in Our Stars moment where you're just like that saw it together once and that's it yeah okay so um, ari's dad decides to buy him an old pickup truck for his 16th birthday ari begins to feel extremely suffocated in his home and he feels like his mother is hovering too much he also gets new casts that allow him to bend his knees so he's able to switch from the wheelchair to crutches so he has like a little bit of independence, but he's still pretty frustra- or frustrated with the whole situation. Yeah. And while his body begins to gradually get better mentally, he is not the best. Uh, he is upset that the whole summer has passed and he still doesn't know who he is. Like, <laughs> boy, right. you're never going to know who you you're are. You're going to discover who you are in like three yeah. months. But like, yeah, in high school, you're always like, this summer's going to change my life. Mm. Right? Well, because like our media, that's like what it was. Yeah. It was like summer vacations. Here's your summer to figure everything out or to have like some wild romance or it's like it's summertime. Anything could happen. So you'd always like think that it was going to be like this magical, wonderful, fun time. And then you'd be like, it's just normal life, but pretty much school. <laughs> Dante comes over one night and tells Ari that the two things he loves most in the whole world is swimming and ari and ari tells him that he shouldn't say such things even if they're true dante makes ari promise him that the two of them will still be friends when he comes back from chicago uh the day before the quintanas leave for chicago they come over to the mendoza house while the mothers are cooking and the fathers are bonding over some beer ari and dante (laughs) go out to the porch i feel like most of the setting this porch better be immaculate in the to be i know but it's literally like so, so many, many scenes happen key scenes happen on, on the goddamn, goddamn porch <laughs> so <laughs> god okay to be immaculate. <laughs> oh it won't goodness. be but someone in el paso texas like i want to see yeah like right? lived in yeah like mm-hmm. it's gotta have like wood chips on the paint and it's just like shoes next to the door and like yeah. a rug or mat that's like obviously been used since the day they moved in and they haven't changed it yes okay so ari tells dante to go get his sketchbook uh which he gifted him so long ago but he's still yet to look at like he kept it in his room so he tells him to go get the sketchbook and he admits that he never looked at it but he wants to do so now he looks through the sketches and tells dante that he will be a great artist someday because everything he draws is true and honest the Quintanas leave and Dante tells Ari that he will write to him. It starts to rain after they leave and Ari sits on the porch trying not to cry. Aren't we all? <laughs> like, Boy, please just cry. You'll feel so much better. I promise Honestly, you. Honestly, <laughs> let it out. <laughs> so part four, letters on a page. There are some words I'll never learn to spell. School starts up again and Ari is still using his crutches. His classmates are curious about what happened to him, but he is reluctant to tell them about the accident because he doesn't want attention or people to look at him differently. Yeah. Uh, two girls that he has known since he was a kid start to interrogate him for answers. And when he tells them the truth, they don't believe him. And he says, he says something along the lines of, yeah, just tell people the truth. They won't believe you. And then they'll stop talking to you. They'll stop asking. <laughs> so Ari gets the old truck for his birthday and Ari has a mini crush on a girl named Elena at his school who is a year older than him. Uh, he has nightmares where he is driving with Elena in the passenger seat. While looking at her, he doesn't see that Dante is in the middle of the road and he ends up hitting him. 
His mom talks to him the next day and tells him that he was yelling Dante's name in his sleep. Ari asks her if she has had bad dreams, to which she says not often. And he replies, not like me and dad. She tells him that he and his father are fighting their own private wars. Ari gets two letters from Dante. Dante (laughs) tells him about Chicago and how he is now going to parties where he has tried marijuana, he's tried alcohol, and he started kissing a girl. He tells him how his parents don't love Chicago as much as him and that he has already decided or they have already decided that if his dad gets a permanent job offer, they're going to turn it down. Ari gets more and more letters from Dante, but doesn't reply to any of them. I love how in the letters, Dante's like, all right, I have just to accept the fact that you're not going to write me back or you're not going to write as many letters as I'm going to, but I'm still going to write you letters. Yeah, he just keeps writing. <laughs> He's um, like, whatever. I just have to accept the fact that that's who you are. And it's boy. like, oh, Dante. So Ari tries to research what happened or he uses his time to start researching what happened to his brother. <laughs> and he goes to the library for this. And he also makes it a mission of his to kiss Elena. <laughs> Even though he doesn't know anything about her, he's just like, I'm going to kiss her. So <laughs> his weird infatuation with her is very interesting. He's yeah. Just like, All she did was come up and sign his cast. And he's just like, he's yes. like that girl. <laughs> and she like smiles at him. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, that's the one. <sighs> one day, Ari gets his cast removed and immediately goes out for a walk. He walks himself to Dante's house where he finds a stray dog. He takes her home, and when his dad agrees to let him keep her, he names her Legs in honor of finding her the day that he got his legs back. Ari finally writes Dante back and tells him about Legs, the driving lessons that his dad is giving him, and how he still doesn't know anything about his brother. One night while his parents are away at a wedding, Ari opens the door to this random dude that he knows from school who asks him if he wants to do heroin. (laughs) Casual. He's like, I'm making a quesadilla. (laughs) (laughs) it's like hey you ever shoot up before no i get i eat chocolate what chocolate (laughs) yeah sugar gets you high (laughs) he's such a smart ass right oh (laughs) man okay so when ari refuses the asshole kid tells ari that he is gay and he leaves it's like that's not an insult (laughs) right like okay all right thanks so random uh but this sets ari off so he leaves in his truck and convinces a homeless man to buy him beer. He drives. He, initially, he wants to go out to the desert and get drunk, but he's like, "Oh, that's not safe." And my Which, mom would be pissed. God. Yeah, I was like, "Please, right. no." Well, I mean, no I more think, car like, The mom, like, as soon as he gets the car, because that's all he mm-hmm. wanted for his birthday. And as soon as he gets it, she was like, "If I ever find out you mm-hmm. like have a DIY or that you've been drinking behind this wheel, I will sell this truck." Yep. And he's like, "All right, cool <laughs> deal." <sighs> <laughs> and thankfully this boy listens to his mother <laughs> yes he does so he was gonna drive out to the desert but he ends up driving back home he parks in the driveway and he drinks all the beer before passing out in his bed uh one day during christmas break ari finds an envelope in a dresser labeled bernardo and he knows that the envelope contains all the secrets he wants to know about his brother but he doesn't open it new year's eve happens and ari is invited to a party where he gets his first kiss from elena mm. Ari starts lifting weights and going out on runs with legs, and he gets a job flipping burgers. Ari tries asking Elena out, but she tells him she can't go out with him because she already has a boyfriend, and he's also in a gang. (laughs) Soon after this, he learns that she dropped out of school uh, when he tracks her down and shows up to her house. I mean, like, don't show up at a girl's house, but okay. So he shows up at her house, and her brother answers and tells him that 
she is pregnant and got married. Right. Like, A, that's a little creepy, Ari. Second, you just found out that this girl's boyfriend's in a gang mm-hmm. and you just want to show up asking yeah. where she's at. Like, he's like, oh, I could take him. And she's like, he's in a gang. Right. Like, there's and there's multiple of them. Like, well, Ari. why'd you kiss me? Because like, I felt like it. So. So, yeah, that escalated very quickly. And right. we just, Elena is not there anymore. <laughs> so, Ari. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ari gets another letter from Dante where Dante addresses the fact that the ratio of their letters is seven to one. I love it. So he has decided that when he moves back, he is going to go swimming with Ari and drown him in the pool. (laughs) But he will also give him mouth to mouth to revive him. (laughs) Then he goes on to talk about the girl that he has been kissing and how she asked him if he is thinking of someone else when he is kissing her. And she asks him if he is picturing a boy. He tells her yes and then goes on to tell Ari that he wants to marry a boy someday and he doesn't know how to tell his parents and he is scared that since he told Ari that they won't be friends when he gets back from Chicago. Like the guts on this kid. Yeah. So just like bear his like can you imagine because like he wrote that sent that off Mm -hmm. and doesn't get a response for like weeks. So it's like it'd be like sending a text message or like an email yeah. and like not getting a response back for like days, and you're just like, um, uh, um, like, I just told this person everything. And yeah, and he's not back. like subtle at all. He's like, oh, I'm gonna give you mouth to mouth, right? And then also this girl I'm kissing says I'm picturing a boy, and she's like, you know what? She's right. Yep, <laughs> and it's and you. I want to marry a boy, but yeah, like it's yeah. crazy to me, like how brave he is yeah. was just like and how blunt he is about everything i'm just like and he tells ari that or he says once to ari that oh you're not afraid of anything it's like boy you're not afraid of anything right <laughs> you the like, balls on you the, i swear the, the other way around <laughs> my good sir like you're the one that's yeah. unafraid like mm-hmm. oof. unless it comes when it comes to his parents then he's just afraid yeah. of being a disappointment oh my heart okay <laughs> so on the last day of school ari convinces the two girls uh, what are their names gina and Sarah. Sarah. Right? Sarah? I think so. Okay. So he convinces them to drive him out to the desert so that he can get drunk. I mean, maybe not the best decision, but like at least he's being safe about it. Right. At least he got like them to do it for him. Like to drive him out there. Mm. It's like, God bless. God bless. So while lying in the bed of his truck, he asks the girls if they think they will ever, if they were ever. (laughs) Well, while lying in the trunk because we're in texas because we're in texas that's why (laughs) (laughs) so while lying in the bed of his truck he asks the girls if they think they will ever discover the secrets of the universe one of the girls asks him if he has ever been in love to which he says no Susie, gina and Susie. okay sorry i looked it up s name yeah uh and then they ask him why did he come out here to get drunk and he says to feel something so part five Remember the rain, turning the pages patiently in search of meanings. It's summer again, and Dante returns from Chicago. Ari has more muscle now, and he has let his hair grow in out, while Dante is a lot taller, and he has trimmed his hair short. Better for swimming. Ari introduces the Quintanas to legs, and Miss Quintana tells him that they missed him and that he is a part of their family. Ari acknowledges the weight of their love and how... To him, love always feels like something heavy for him to carry. Ari lets Dante's parents take his truck out. Oh, that was so freaking cute. Ooh, right? It's well, like, buy like, her a milkshake. Yeah, <laughs> like, t- you can take a girl for a spin if you want. And he's like, yeah. their smiles. They and just then, become like, teenagers again. Yeah, it's so cute. Dante's like, go buy her a milkshake. I was like, oh, oh. how cute. 
<laughs> so they take his truck out while he hangs back with Dante on the porch. Dante asks Ari if they are still going to have rules. Ari says, rule number one, he doesn't kiss boys. And Dante says, hmm. rule number two, Ari can't run away from Dante. Because he believes someday someone is going to call Dante a queer and he doesn't want it to scare Ari away. Ari reassures him oh, that quite he... Quite the opposite, my love. Yeah. <laughs> Ari reassures him that he will always stick by him. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. night, the two boys take Ari's truck to the desert and Dante tells him that his mother is going to have a bebe. Oh. He tells him that he hopes the new baby is a boy who likes girls so that he can give them grandchildren. <laughs> it like broke my heart. Yeah. Oh, he was like, it has to be a boy and it has to like girls. So that way they can like have the grandchildren that they've Mm -hmm. always wanted. And it's like, Dante. And Ari's like, well, what if it's a girl? He's like, no, it's going to be a boy. It has to be a boy. Right. like, stop. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) Another night, Dante asks Ari, how does he know he doesn't like boys if he has never kissed one? And Ari fires back that maybe Dante doesn't really like boys. He just thinks that he does. Dante convinces Ari to let him kiss him as an experiment. <laughs> like, they're having this conversation. He's like, idea. Right. Let's do this. I'll just kiss you <laughs> yeah. and see if I like boys. And Ari's like, what? <laughs> but then eventually says, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh, we're going to, like, let's do this. Let's kiss each other. Right. And Ari's like, no, absolutely not. He's like, no, we're going to try. And he's like, he's standing up. He's like, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> so, yeah. They kiss each other. Uh, Ari kisses him back. And then when Dante goes to, like, kiss him more, Dante or Ari pulls back immediately. Afterwards, Ari tells him that he didn't feel anything. And Dante says that it sure worked for him. Dante asks Ari if he is mad at him. And Ari says he is more upset at himself for letting Ari always talk him into things. And then Dante starts crying. If you really didn't want to do it, you wouldn't have done it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying. So things become a little awkward between the two. And they both become busy with their jobs. Ari acknowledges that the kiss wasn't supposed to be a big thing, but it was. And it took a while for the ghost of that kiss to disappear for him. Ari's mom leaves with his sisters to go visit his Antophilia. On his way out to meet Dante, Ari tells, Ari's dad tells him that he seems angrier than usual. And when Ari can't come up with an answer, he storms out. He and Dante drive into the desert where Ari breaks down and cries while Dante holds him. Like they're awkward they're like not fighting right but then when he needs him he's still like there for him on a different day ari goes to dante's work where he learns that dante told his classmates about the accident ari is furious at dante for breaking their first rule about talking about the accident and dante's like loophole (laughs) you said we couldn't talk about the accident (laughs) not that i couldn't talk about the accident to everybody else (laughs) gosh smart ass (laughs) straight up though so the next time that the two drive out to the desert, Dante brings two joints and the two of them get high. Which honestly sounds like a dream to just like drive out in the middle of the desert and get mm-hmm. high and just dance in the rain. Just Not naked, but just like dance in the rain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Dante tells Ari about a guy at work named Daniel who he thinks that he likes or he thinks that Daniel likes him and it starts to rain. So the two of them decide to take off their clothes and run around the truck in the rain. Right. I mean, they're high, so it's like decisions go out the window. I have but never been that high. No. <laughs> <laughs> to where I'm like, let's strip and dance in the yeah. rain. Gosh. Okay. So the next morning, Ari is woken up by his dad telling him that he is, that they're going to Arizona? Tucson. Is that in Arizona? Yeah, Tucson. Tucson, Tucson Arizona. T- 
Tuxin. It's okay. Tucson. Because his aunt Ophelia has just had a fatal stroke and they don't think she's going to make it. Ari is reminded of the time when he lived with his aunt one summer and how she always seemed to be so isolated from the rest of their family. They drop off legs with the Quintanas and on their drive over, Ari tells, Ari's dad tells him that the reason he lived with his aunt for a bit was, or he thinks, so Ari thinks it was just for a summer and his dad is like, no, you were with her for nine months. Yeah. Like, what the well, fuck? I'm sure when you're little and then I'm sure it just yeah. felt like a summer because like I'm sure he wasn't going to school. He was just like hanging out with mm-hmm. her. Yeah. So it was just and time's different when you're little. <laughs> so he's like, no, you were with her for almost a year. Right. And during this time, it was when Bernardo's trial was going on and Ari's mother had a mental breakdown. He explains to Ari that for his mother, when Bernardo was sentenced, it was like he had died and it took a long time for her to recover. At the funeral, Ari notices how his other aunts and uncles didn't show up. And when Ari asks his mom why, she tells him because they disapproved of Aunt Ophelia because she loved another woman. Ari asks his parents if it mattered to them that Ophelia lived with another woman. And his dad says, if it mattered to us, do you think we'd have let you come over and stay with her? Right. His mother then says when they get home, she is going to show Ari the pictures of his brother. And then Ari also learns that Aunt Ophelia left the house to him. Which is crazy. Yeah. Part six. All the secrets of the universe. Through all your youth, I was looking for you without knowing what I was looking for. Back at home, Ari wakes up with a funny feeling in the pit of his stomach. When he goes to pick up legs from the Quintanas, he learns that Dante is in the hospital because he was attacked by several young men the night before when they saw him kissing Daniel in the alleyway by his work. Mr. Quintana invites Ari in for coffee and asks him how well does he know his son, and Ari asks him if he knows. Ari tells him how in the letters, Dante told him how he wanted to marry another boy, and Mr. Quintana tells Ari that he thinks he's always known this, and he could also tell by the way that Dante looks at Ari sometimes. Mm -hmm. And Ari must know that Dante is crazy about him. Obviously. You don't say. Right. (laughs) My God. So Ari returns home with legs and tells his parents about Dante. Uh, He leaves to go see Dante in the hospital and tells him that he should have been there. Later, Miss Quintana tells Ari that she thinks Dante is in love with him. And Ari says he thinks, he's like, oh, I think Dante likes Daniel. Right. (laughs) To which Mr. Quintana says that the other guy was probably just a stand-in for Ari. Right. It's like, probably because he just can't have you, so he's just looking for you and other people. Yeah. Mm. So afterwards, Ari goes to Dante's work where he confronts Daniel, trying to find out the names of the guys that attacked Dante. I love the part so much. I was like, yes. Yeah. And he's also furious at him. He's like, you left him. Right. He's like, he's like, I, he I wouldn't run. run. He wouldn't run. Yeah. Like, so then you left him? Like, oof. I'm sorry, but as a Hufflepuff, that's a no in my book. Unacceptable. We don't even, I don't even think he went to go get help. Like, I think he just ran Yeah, an house. old lady saw yeah. it happen and she reported it. Yeah. So. Like, she's the one that called 911. Fuck Daniel. He just ran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like this voice. Though. How dare you abandon Dante? A sweet summer child is Dante. Okay. <laughs> I think we're projecting Ari's <laughs> emotions right now. So. Oh, man. So he finds out one of the guy's names. And Ari ends up driving to where this guy works and he beats him up. Right. 
just before being pulled off by an adult not the best choice but you know but valid right so ari gets back into his truck and drives away oh the part where like the adult like why are you doing this i was like just tell him (laughs) like just tell him it would like they would understand not like understand Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't be so like oh my god what a monster just randomly beating someone up it's like he deserves it (laughs) right just be like he put a boy in the hospital like you want but he was like i said nothing and i was like ari like he doesn't tell them but he's like ask him what he did right ask him why i did this to him yeah Mm. and it's not till later when he talks to his dad that he finds out and he full-on broke his nose too as he should just saying Mm -hmm. so he gets back in his truck drives away and back at home he is confronted by his parents his mom asks him why he did this because he got a phone call by the adult who pulled him off And he says that he wanted to hurt him. And she tells him that his brother wanted to hurt someone too. Ari tells them that he is tired of living in his brother's shadow. His mom asks him again why he beat up that boy. And Ari tells them that he and some other guys beat up Dante so much that he is unrecognizable. And the reason they did this was because he was kissing another boy. And then Ari breaks down and starts crying. Ari takes a shower. And when he gets out, he sees that his dad has left to go see Mr. Quintana. His mother was sitting in the kitchen with Bernardo's envelope. She opens it up and begins showing Ari all of the pictures that they have of him and just going through the memories. I can't believe they literally took like every photo down in the house and put it in an envelope and then left it in a kitchen drawer. Yeah. Like, damn. (sighs) Ouch. (laughs) It's probably hard for them to see pictures of him. Right. After we learn what he did. Right. Yeah. Ari visits Dante every day while he is in the hospital and Ari notices that Dante seems sadder and that a part of him will probably never be the same. One day after Dante is healed, Ari visits him and tells him about his brother. Bernardo was arrested for murder. He tells him that Bernardo was always angry and looking for trouble. One day when he was 15, he hired a sex worker. And when he found out, he's 15 years old, my God. So he hired a sex worker. And when he found out that they were transgender, he became infuriated. And then he killed them with his bare fists. That's insane for a 15 year old. Yeah. Then, while he was in juvie, he killed someone else with his fists again. Dante asks Ari if it bothers him that he was kissing Daniel, and Ari tells him that he thinks Daniel is a piece of shit for leaving him in the alley. Dante tells Ari that he wasn't really kissing Daniel in his head, he was kissing Ari. We've been new. Right. So, Ari starts avoiding Dante, and when Miss Mendoza notices something is up with Ari, she calls a family meeting. Such a mom move. Right. It's like shit's going down, family meeting. Well, everyone doesn't gather. he like work himself out like to like exhaustion yeah. and he just like knocks out? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, like What's you're lifting going weights on? a lot. Yeah, like that's like, that's okay. a lot of weight for such short amount of time. And he's like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> angst. Right. Teen angst. So they gather in the kitchen and Ari's dad begins to tell Ari about the incident in Vietnam that changed him. I love this part because they hand a beer to him and he's like well, what's going on? Is this like a trick question? Yeah. Like, no, what's going on? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this beer? And they're like, don't you want to drink a beer with your dad? He's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> is this a trap? And he starts drinking it. And yeah. his dad's like, that's not your first beer, is it? And he's, he's like, like, no. no. <laughs> uh, oh, man. So he starts telling him about the incident that changed him in Vietnam, where he and his comrades left one of their own behind to save themselves. And that he still hears the man calling his name sometimes. Yeah. Ari tells him because the guy got shot so his dad was trying to carry him but then his dad got shot so someone grabbed his dad but only grabbed his dad and not grabbed the other guy yeah have you ever seen platoon no 
that like basically happens yeah it's oof i think that's about the vietnam war too i think it is fuck yeah so ari tells him that he doesn't have to talk about this but it's like boy you've been begging him to tell you all of this and then then when he starts you're like you don't have to tell me wait no this uh, is a lot (laughs) i I understand now you don't have to say another word bag of worms man that's like sit down So you want to know you're going to fucking listen. So right. he tells him. Oof. So Ari tells him that he doesn't have to talk about this. But his dad tells him that maybe it's, it is time to stop the dreams. That it is time for Ari to stop running. And that if he keeps running, it'll kill him. Ari says he doesn't understand. And his mom says that Dante is in love with him. And that he is in love with Dante too. Yep. The parents are just like, you guys love each other. Like, come on. Right. I can just imagine, like, when the parents, like, see each other, they're just like, when do you think they're going to figure it out? And they're like, nah. Uh, I just love how all the parents are just like, Ari, mm-hmm. Dante loves you. And Ari's like, no. And Dante's mom, she knows everything. So I think she knew immediately oh, and that she yeah. would, the moms would, like, talk about it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure they brought it up because I'm sure Dante's mom wanted to get, like, a like are you cool with mm-hmm. my son being in love with your son and like of course then dante's mom like found out about ari's like aunt and was like oh excellent i just <laughs> wanted to make sure because like my son's in love with yours <laughs> oh i love the parents so much honestly like i don't know who i want to be my parents both of them oh, right okay so his dad asks him why would he have saved Dante's life or why did he go and beat the crap out of that guy who hurt him if he didn't love Dante? It's like, boy, you just like rely on your instincts when right. it regards Dante. So like you literally on. sat there and said that you don't even think about it. It was literally just like second nature yeah. for you to protect this boy. Why? <laughs> <sighs> uh, so Sorry. his dad tells him that he can't stand to see all the loneliness living inside of Ari. Ooh, I felt that out. <laughs> right. This whole talk, like, I was, like, in almost tears. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's a lot. Oof. So, that night, the Mendozas and Quintanas go out bowling together. Dante tells Ari that he is acting different. Mm-hmm. After bowling, the two of them drive off and park in the desert. Dante tells Ari that he can't do the whole friend thing anymore because it's too hard for him. And Ari tells him, or tells himself that he is going to stop running. And he asks Dante if he remembers their kiss and what he said to him afterwards. <laughs> poor, poor Dante's like, you motherfucker. Yeah, he was you so don't think I talk, like, You don't think uh, I think about this kiss all the time? Like, fuck you, so I guess I fucking remember what you said to me. Jesus. Right. Okay. <laughs> this whole part, especially like leading up to it, it's just because you can just feel Dante's anxiety because he's like, where are we going? He's like, what? Do you want to go home? And Dante's like, no. Mm-hmm. But, like, where are we going? Like, what is happening? Like, what, what's going on? <laughs> and Ari's just, like, trying to be all smooth. And Ari, like, Dante's like, tell him. don't <laughs> fucking, like, take me down this road. <laughs> like, I hate you. Da, da, da. So he asked Dante if he remembers their kiss and what he said to him afterwards. Uh, <laughs> to which he says, yeah, you told me that it didn't work for you. And Ari tells him that he lied. And then Dante tells him that Ari seems like nothing scares him that he isn't afraid of anything to which ari replies that he's afraid of dante and he tells dante to kiss him (laughs) dante challenges ari to kiss him instead he's like no right i'm not gonna kiss you he's like kiss me he's like no you kiss me (laughs) dante's like i've already been that road you kiss me motherfucker Uh, 
So he tells, he, he challenges Ari to kiss him instead. And without hesitation, Ari does. After they kiss, they lay down in the bed of Ari's truck. And Ari now knows that he has been in love with Dante from the moment that he met him. He reflects on how he has been searching for the secrets of the universe. And the whole time, the secrets lied with Dante. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, that's it. Sad boys, but happy ending. And we're getting the second book. And I've waited years. Right. It was really this. funny. So I found out about the second book because when I finished it on Audible, Audible was like, hey, read the next in the series. And I was like, wait, wait, what are you talking about, Audible? <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> and it was like, yeah. it's called Aristotle and Dante Dive into the Waters of the World. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with, I think it picks up like right after or it's been a couple years. I, can't I think remember. it's been like a year or two. A year. Oh, I'm I think it's their senior year uh, or they had just graduated. But yeah, they're becoming young adults. And it's it was announced a few years ago. It uh, had a different title. Did you know that? I think so. yeah. It was called um, "There Will Be Other Summers," and then he changed it to Aristotle and Dante. But the premise kind of scares me because it says that Ari goes through something, like oh, no. something happens in Ari's life, and then it's like them dealing with the aftermath. I'm like, do not tell me that one of his parents dies because I'll just like. Oof. or something i know when you said or like, maybe something oh, with his brother like, Ari's I don't lost. Know. i'm assuming it has to do with his brother okay i'm assuming I don't know. unless it's like something with his sisters because they just don't know like what would happen with his parents you know yeah i'm scared <laughs> i'm gonna read it the moment it fucking comes out i already pre-ordered that so do we want to sort them sort or would boys. you like to do after book questions real quick oh yeah let's do okay so <laughs> who's your favorite character I mean, Aristotle <laughs> Mendoza. Right. Oof. I relate to him in a lot of different ways, and it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but if my second favorite character would be Dante's mom. Yeah. Because I, like, I feel like she fell in love with Ari because she sees a lot of herself in him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why she's the first one to be like, hey, my son's in love with you. Yeah. Cause she, cause she's like, e- you're not going to be able to tell because I wasn't able to tell. <laughs> and so here we are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why she was like, I will always love you. And like, you're part of, I feel like that's why she's the one to always like tell him things like right away mm-hmm. because she's like, I know what's going on in that <laughs> brain of yours. Cause we have the same brain. I love them. I also loved Mr. Quintana. <laughs> He's just so like accepting and right. You know. Oh no, Sam, Sam, Mr. Quintana. Yeah, Sam. Also, anyone named Sam that's a guy is just like the best, you know. They're, oh, they're solid always name. like dog. <laughs> they're always like so loyal. Um, yes, Samwise Gamgee the Brave. Exactly. They're yeah. always like golden retriever material. Mm. It's really funny. But yep, I related to Ari so much, so many times when he's talking about himself. I'm like, fuck. Right. <laughs> Oof. I especially the like having siblings, but they're so much older than you that you don't really feel like you have siblings. Like you feel like only child. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of weird because my oldest brother is 15 years older than me. And then my middle brother is 10 Mm -hmm. years older than me. Yeah. So you really felt this. (laughs) Yeah. So like, ugh, it was like, oof. Oh, and my brother was in and out of jail. So I was like, wow. Hi, Ari. (laughs) Oh yeah. This book was a lot for you. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oof. Hello. (laughs) Emotion. Woo. (laughs) Right. Okay. Right. Um, what was your favorite part of this book? Probably the conversations that he has with the parents at the end. And both of the parents are like, come on, you guys love yeah. each other. You love him. Stop running. And then that whole, just the whole ending of him finally 
Kiss accepting no. his feelings Kiss for me. him. No. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is just so like, ugh, ow. Right. Oof. Yeah, because um, definitely the part where the dad like sits down, he's just like, all right, kid. Like, I need tell to you. tell you something <laughs> because guess what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. What's your least favorite? I mean, okay, never mind. We, It's when Dante gets beat up. Yeah. Like, come on. That's that, it. <laughs> and the, oh my God. Okay, so when I read this book, I didn't really know the context of like anything. <laughs> so I only knew about it because one of my favorite booktubers, Peru's Project, um, she was kind of raving about it. And she said, oh, it's slice of life. The parents, it's very like homely. That's how I went into this book. Oh, no. So I went into it, and I'm like, oh, this is an angsty boy. And then the car accident happens. And I was like, oh, fuck. I did not sign up for a fall in our stars. <laughs> like, I read this to get away from that. And I love Slice of Life where there's not yeah. a plot. Like, you're just kind of in these people's mm-hmm. world. And then when I was like, oh, it's, like, so nice. Like, family. Look at this friendship. And then I'm like, is this friendship? I think they right? love each other. Like, I yes. saw all the bits. And then when it actually happened, I was, like, yeah. dying. I was so happy. There's... I forget the exact line, but there was one line that Ari says, and I was like, oh, no. Because I I knew nothing mm-hmm. of this. So <laughs> oh. going in, I was just like, okay. How did I advertise it to you? I was just like, you're reading this. Did I yeah. just do that? I think it was just because um, we, when we were like thinking of the podcast in general, like when we first started out, mm-hmm. you made a list of all the books that you had read that you would like want to do that, like for the podcast. Yeah. And this was on there. And I saw that it was only like a seven hour listen, which is pretty quick for an audiobook. So I was like, oh, I can get that done. And like, a couple of days like mm-hmm. i'll just do this one so i just like picked it and then well what made me choose it is because i saw that it was narrated by oh, yes. miranda so i was like oh yes our lord like, and savior exactly. <laughs> so i was like oh we're doing it like i'm gonna listen yeah. to it so and yeah but Yay. i forget what ari says it. but i was like oh oh no they're gonna like here it goes it's like this is about to get emotional <laughs> yep i'm like yeah. here we go and then of course dante's just like hey i like boys and you Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you were a boy that i happen to like and it's yeah. just like oh dante no he such like wears his heart on his sleeve and, honestly yeah Ugh, so anytime that dante is in pain i don't Least like it part right yeah. um would you want this to be a tv show or a movie a movie right yeah a tv show it seems like it would be too long yeah I would only want a TV show if we got more background mm-hmm. of the brother. Like, if we actually got to meet the brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, not, like, meet him now, but, like, flashbacks or something. Mm-hmm. Or, like, got to learn more about his case or, like, what he's doing. I don't know. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like it'd be a really slow TV show. It'd be a very sad TV show. Like, I don't Honestly. think people would sit down to watch something so about, I mean, like, teenagers. They watch This know, Is Us. Which, have you true. watched that show? It's fucking I can't watch it. So like, this sad. is too much. <laughs> that and um, what's the other one? A million little secrets or something like that. That one too. It's I'm like the first. It's about like a group of people and one of the like, the main guy like of their friend group commits suicide oh, and they're sure. like, wait, what? Like he had his whole life together and then they just find out how fucked up everything was. Aww. Yeah. I yeah. Like, so I don't want to be Im- so immersed in the world of sadness. So exactly. Movie, right. But a quick it movie. would be beautiful, like a beautiful. Movie, right you know yeah i think on the be perks of being a wallflower like, yeah perks of being a wallflower and like all the fault in our stars like i think mm-hmm. it'd make a really good movie. i think this could be a very classic movie right? and the soundtrack imagine the soundtrack Ooh. Ooh. yes Ooh. La Bamba. <laughs> like burst into tears when you hear that goddamn song <laughs> or the beatles when the uh, dante right. and his dad are just singing the beatles so cute. 
Yes, 1987. Oh, so great good. soundtrack. Great year. Right? <laughs> good year in music. Yeah. Ooh, that would be really cool, too. Like a period piece. Oh, I, I mean, that. we are in that 80s nostalgic vibe right, right. now. Definitely. Yeah. Next question? Or is that it? That's it, right? Just okay. favorite part, least favorite part, mm-hmm. favorite character, and then movie or TV show. Sorting Aristotle. Gryffindor? Hufflepuff. Yeah. Gryffindor, maybe Slytherin. Ah, uh, is he really cunning? But though? no, I mean he's so like, and he's not really ice s- like not isolated, but like just wants to be by himself. That's mostly. True. So I would say Gryffindor because he's so brave, but then not doesn't want attention. So he would be like my type of Gryffindor, right? Like, like your don't look spectrum at me. of Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah. And he definitely is quick to anger. Like he got that on his belt. Oh so yeah, very. But then, yeah, I could see Hufflepuff also. He could, uh, I don't know. Eh, I would say probably more Gryffindor mm-hmm. or Slytherin. Gryffindor with like Slytherin tendencies. Yeah. Dante. Hufflepuff. Oh, You're right. Come on. Maybe a Ravenclaw because he's so freaking brilliant. And that's how what he I speaks. was going to say, right? Like yeah. a Ravenclaw. Because, I mean, he does like Luna Lovegood's the same way. Mm-hmm. Like she's very much like, this is who I am. And like the world's yeah. going to know it. So. Maybe Ravenclaw. Oh, right. So hard. Yeah. But just the boy is a hufflepuff oh, <laughs> like, the boy. here come hello boy <laughs> yeah that's dante dante it's like dante's Puppy. theme okay so mr mendoza Ooh, gryffindor i had yeah i would say gryffindor right quiet gryffindor yeah we love to see war. him well, just a damaged gryffindor yeah ouch sad gryffindor right um lily mendoza She's a therapist, right? No, that's, that's um, the other one. Okay. Yeah. She's a teacher. Uh, oh. She's mm, like a high school teacher. Right. She, I feel, ugh, she's hard. She is because, like, I want to say Hufflepuff, yeah. but she's also, like, a badass bitch. She is a badass. Like, <laughs> like to, she has to be really strong. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that, that could be Hufflepuff. So she has to be, like, she's extremely emotionally strong. Mm-hmm. Like, the like he only knows of like one time that she's emotionally broke down but it's like to handle the baggage of your son and then to handle the baggage well both your sons yeah and your husband and still be like okay like having to be like the rock she has her shit together yeah really like she's the rock for her husband and the rock for her son and she knows it and she's Mm -hmm. just like i this is what i gotta do maybe yeah i guess i would say hufflepuff because she's very different from her husband Mm -hmm. and son right but she's like, not to say Hufflepuffs are like sensitive, but she's like a Hufflepuff with a backbone. Right. You know what I mean? I know. I mean, yeah. we do. I feel like we are a little bit more on the sensitive, definitely more of like showing our emotions, mm-hmm. which I mean, I feel like she does to a point. Yeah. She does have like a hard shell on her for sure. Yeah. She's a tough cookie. Yes. All right. The Quintanas. Mm-hmm. Sam. Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> raging Hufflepuff. Right. He's just like, hello, poetry, English. Oh. Right. Oh, man. And just like the way that he like talks with his son and the way he's mm-hmm. very like happy-go-lucky. Yeah. Mm. The dads and the sons are very similar in both of these families. Oh, yeah. They're right. just kind of spinning images of each other, mm-hmm. honestly. Which is why I think Soledad it, like mm-hmm. relates to Ari so much because I think she like... Obviously, she looks at her son and sees her husband, yeah. and it's just like, oh, 
that's how like he acted with me oh and i'm sure she like couldn't so tell like i feel like that's why she like is like <clears throat> uh, ari yeah because it's i'm sure she didn't even notice that like sam was trying to be like hi you know what i mean oh i'm God. sure she's just A prequel like, of their love story right? so cute <laughs> both yeah. of them like oof, please but yeah i feel like that's why Soli Dad's just very much like ari come come here my young child because yeah. we are one and the same <laughs> yes okay which i would put her as ravenclaw yeah me too yeah she was very like Ravenclaw, one hundred percent. She knows everything. She sees everything. Yeah. She knows everything. She's very much. She's like, brilliant. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women of few words, but they are powerful words. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I had a honorary casting. <laughs> you casted Le Manuel Miranda as somebody. Yeah. I casted him as the doctor, just like oh, as a cameo, right. or even the author himself as the doctor would be cool. Oh, that would be really funny. So, just because the doctor had such a nice combo with him right mm, yeah that's it that's it oh i love this book so much close this yeah i'm Aww. glad you liked it <laughs> right i really liked it it was a real gem because i knew nothing about it and then i like fell in love with it so quickly i was like yeah. <laughs> it's very easy to read because mm-hmm. the way that it's written it's very beautiful and there's so many lines in it you just make you rethink your whole right life pretty like much. it's kind of like if you think about like what happens it seems like it would drag a lot like mm-hmm. it's literally just about like these two boys and like their summer together but like it was very hard to stop listening to yeah. for me like because of the characters you just yeah. kind of you're the characters in and them. like the way that he writes it and you're just like oh i need to know more and it wasn't i love how you didn't just want to know more about the boys like <laughs> Because sometimes when stories like this with Slice of Life, whenever they, like, divert to, like, oh, Ari and, like, his mom or Ari and his dad, you're kind of like, okay, but, like, let's get back to, like, the main the mm-hmm. main plot. But, like, I loved every second of those, too. Like, them together. Like, every, like, sidebar, I was like, ooh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Yay. Yeah, so good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, next time. Yes. We will be doing for our next book it'll be one last stop yes because i've only got a little bit of that left mm-hmm. so we're by the time it, this comes out i'll probably be done with it so yeah you're really right at the end we're yeah. keeping it in the gaze and the bit. sadness and the sadness <laughs> and the 70s oh my god <laughs> well this one's in the 80s but like you know right nostalgia yeah. but i mean mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of the 70s gets dragged into the 80s i say nostalgia and we're born in the 90s shush, shush. Yeah. <laughs> we're becoming nostalgic Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Um, So we did literally just record our winter. Mm -hmm. But what do you think you'll read next? I mean, you said, what did you say? Oh, in winter, I said that it'll probably be either Crescent City or Graceling. Mm -hmm. And I still haven't really decided. I really, really want to read crescent city mm-hmm. but it's so long it's that really i feel like big. i should like get graceling out of the way first because it's shorter and then get to the big one but i do have a movie sewed also prepared mm-hmm. i'm thinking about doing me before you as like a one that i've loved because ugh, that movie and that book so good but Sam yeah Sam, oh, Sam and amelia clark who's amazing the eyebrows on that woman <laughs> right amazing oh yeah bumblebee tights oh but yes <laughs> so i might just that might come out after one last stop so that way i have time to get through crescent city mm-hmm. so we'll see Chelsea. Yeah. um i recently bought howl's moving castle the, the book. book i have it on oh really yeah <laughs> oh because people had a always sale say that the book is so 
beautiful and it's different from the movie and you get a lot more backstory so you should have seen me in the children's section at barnes and noble looking for this goddamn book mm. it was hilarious <laughs> so yeah i think i'm gonna read that next it should be a quick read mm-hmm. and yeah they, ha- they were having a sale on audible and they're like buy one title from what's in this selection and you get another one for like a buck or something and how's moving mm-hmm. castle was in it so i was like click yes so I police if i don't say so myself right <sighs> okay so yep that'll be it we'll see you guys next time yeah thanks so much for listening keep reading and keep watching Bye-bye. bye bye